My guest today is Griffin McElroy here to talk about his review of The Crew. I'm Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Vroom, vroom, ditto. Yep, yep, yep. Let's punch it. Punch the gas to the, the pedal. Well, the you would kick it with your foot, to probably. Why, why would I? Well, I kick kick the gas pedal with my foot. Is it's that just how where driving your, works. Your foot's down there. Yeah, I know that you don't do it just because you're afraid of complex machines. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the, the pedals only uh, when I can drive a lever to work. Yeah, that, that's when I, I'll be ready to uh, to to take up driving. The crew. The I've crew. been watching your vines of the crew. Oh, thank you. Some amount of delight, uh, and also Shaden Frald. Because I, I feel bad. I think it's Schadenfreude. Schadenfreundin? Maybe Schadenfreundin? Uh, yeah, you got it. Um, uh, Griffin, what is it like being in... A lot of times when, when we review a game, you get to this moment, we've talked about a lot, where you realize, I hate this game. I, I feel and like I've had that experience a lot this year, um, where yeah. I have like jumped on a review because I really either like the, the concept of it, or maybe because I played a little bit of the beta, as was the case for the crew, uh, and I really dug it, and I was like, hell yeah, let me let me add him. I'll review that. I'll spend you know, 20, 30 hours of my life reviewing that, and then it's just... It's just very the, bad. The question that I'm interested in, though, you you gotta let me finish. I'm still the host. Sorry, I'm, sorry, sorry. Not sorry. only am I your older brother, I'm also the host. So I'm sorry. You just gotta defer to me, please. I'm um, very sorry. My question is, you're in sort of like a love hate relationship with the crew, um, and I'm curious if that was a back and forth as you played the game, like, oh, this is so good, oh, I hate this so much, or if it was love, 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 and then you flipped on it and you just hated its guts. Um. Honestly, it, it, it's it, the annoyances of the crew, and there are a, a veritable cornucopia of them, um, really do actually kind of ramp up closer to the end, um, which actually may not be a point that I got through enough in the review. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the longer that game goes, the sort of more the um, uh, uh, your opponent's like AI is like tweaked upwards towards like demigod dumb uh and and the more that those faults sort of just become more flagrant and more just like laughably terrible except i wasn't laughing i was very very sad because yeah like i did i really loved the parts of the crew i loved um and it's it's weird i would almost recommend like maybe when it's like heavily discounted in the future um checking it out because like the stuff they've done with the open world is is phenomenal um, I, I, I mentioned this in the review and I, it, I stand by it. I don't think I've ever been in an open world in a video game quite as like huge and ambitious as the crews. Um, so like for them to nail that and then just screw the pooch on so many other aspects of the game is like, yeah, it's really heartbreaking. Uh, you mentioned, uh, in your review that as you're playing the demands it was placing on you kind of outpaced your ability to earn money so you couldn't basically buy the cars that you needed to really hang um, right in normal progression is that something where you could like grind it out like yeah rerun certain things to make cash well the 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 way that you grind the economy in this game is just just can i say the f word on this show do you try to like keep it not uh i mean I feel like intellectually, if you can find another way to express yourself, it's probably best. But I Let mean, me think. there's no rules against it. 
I just, I, it, the economy of this game is just so, is blarted. Is that okay? And I'll use mm-hmm. like Paul Blart's name. In, mm-hmm. Okay, but you, you, the listener, know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, yeah, it, the cars are just like pretty expensive. You can buy uh, the low-end cars at most shops. Every time you get to a new uh, region, there are five regions in, in the States. Um, every time you get to a new region, you unlock a new auto salesman. And the cars that they sell are usually perfect for the different spe- specializations for that region. So like... When you get to the East Coast, you unlock the dirt specialization, right? Which you can tune your cars to that lets you drive on dirt roads and take jumps and stuff better. And you also unlock a new car dealer who sells cars that are perfect for dirt. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Um, But really, like the money that you're earning from missions is not very much at all. Um, You can sometimes afford like the lowest end cars at the retailers, just the money that you have on hand. But a lot of the times you won't. The The way that you really earn money is by playing these online competitive matches, which reward like 10 times the amount of money that you get from doing the basic missions, which doesn't make any sense to me at all, um, regardless of what place you finish in, right? So like right. if you're in a race with eight people, the, the gap of prize money between first and eighth place is something like... $300. So like first place you get like $16,300 and if you come in last place you get $16,000. So right. like there's not even an impetus to really win those matches. You just got to play in them and and grind it out that way. And if you do that fine. I had a lot of trouble early on getting into those matches and they're so abysmal early on because they're not very well balanced. Like some of the time you will get into a race with people who are your level with cars that are around your level. Um, and, and those matches are fine, but a lot of the time you'll also end up in a race with people who have reached the level cap. Um, and, and when you get in those situations, you're just not going to win. And even though you get a lot of money when you do that, it's like not fun to play in a race where the person in first just like you don't see them after the first second and a half of the race. So, yeah, you can do it that way. But like it's kind of seems like the game is trying to funnel you towards crew credits, which is the secondary currency in the game that you can spend real money on. Um which is pretty gross. Like, to me, I think it's one of the more flagrant, like, abuses of microtransactions that Ubisoft has done. Because they did it in Unity. They had the, the special currency in Unity that you could use to, like, buy a new sword. But you're not really using those swords to compete with anybody. It's sort of uh, tuned towards the single-player aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're buying, like, a different, like, markedly better character. Right. right? When you buy a, When you buy, like, a Lambo... With some crew credits, you that's just that car's better. That car is going to be better than the 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 blarting Ford Focus that you could have spent like, you know, twenty stacks on. Um and, and some of those cars are just ridiculously expensive. I think like the most expensive circuit tuned car that you can buy is like would cost you something like a, a little bit above twenty dollars American. Mm-hmm. to to buy if you wanted to like get the crew credits for them if you don't feel like grinding it's just like it's really abusive and then you can also buy perks which are like little permanent upgrades for your character um and and you don't have enough you don't get enough perk points by leveling up by the time you hit the max cap to unlock all of them but you can spend those crew credits on them it's like it's just jacked man it's it's really busted um the the progression through the game it, is that sort of tied to geography? Like, are you making your way to California, much like in the Wizard California being yeah. sort of yeah. like the last area that you come across? Are you ping-ponging back and forth, or how's it structured? Um, you start in Detroit, and then you move 
Uh, it's not like a straight line. You go from from the Midwest west to the East Coast to the South uh, to the Mountain States and then to California uh, and and you know Washington, Seattle, all those places. Uh, yeah, it, I mean the world is totally open. There is a uh, uh, actually a fast. Uh, travel well there's a fast travel system in the game where uh once you've discovered a region once you've like driven uh like on a certain piece of road you can fast travel back to it at any point which is super helpful a lot of that stuff is really streamlined there's also airports and trains that let you just like teleport to places you haven't been before um but at those places like everything's going to be too high level for you to do them really like uh, whether they're missions that you just haven't unlocked yet, or there are these things called skills, uh, like skill challenges that are just everywhere that you can do as you drive from point A to point B, where like, say you're just driving from Detroit to St. Louis and you're on the highway and then you'll just drive through a little marker and then all of a sudden you're doing this little mini challenge. And if you complete it, you get a part for your car. But if you like fast travel to Seattle, right when you start the game, just like all that stuff is going to be way above your pay grade. Uh, I'm curious about your vines. You put out like 20 different vines while you're playing this game, just showing things that were uh, broken or just crazy. Um, I, I'm curious, like, if you had a rationale behind that or like, because a lot of times when we're playing a review, you know, we try to keep a little uh, under the vest. Um, sometimes that's embargo related, but sometimes it's just because, you know, you're still trying to collect your thoughts. What was your what was your thought process behind, you know, trying to, to get the word out? a little? Bit? I, I just like. I don't know that I had like an objective. I don't know. It feels weird talking about my motive Talk for my, about your for social my media dumb shit vines. I don't know. It's it, it was partially because of the circumstances of the review. I guess maybe a little bit. That wasn't like the 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 main factor in that nobody got this game. Um, and and Ubisoft went out to say like people shouldn't trust early reviews of the game because it may be based on. Uh, early preview builds like because they knew full well that they just weren't sending it to anybody beforehand um and and so i don't know i started seeing some some less than great stuff um but then i just started also seeing just some pretty crazy stuff and they're not i don't think all of the vines were negative like uh there was one that i did where i showed off a car customization i really really liked uh where it made my car look like slimer from ghostbusters love nice. that shit love that nice. shit um, but then I would do stuff like I, 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 there was one where I finished a race in second, uh, like an online race race in second. And then mm -hmm. it, I, it, somehow it gave me third place. And it's like, that's just, that's so just terrible. Like that's so bad. That's, that's not anything I've ever had happen to me in a racing game before. And so just like all that, all that bonkers stuff, I just kind of wanted to let people know about or show off, um, because I don't know, it seemed like maybe I just wanted proof for when I wrote this review and said that this stuff happened, that it actually did, did happen. Um, I got a couple questions from listeners here. One is from uh, Dave, who asks, how bad are the microtransactions? In your review, you mentioned that the game has inflated car prices, but do you feel this is designed to push people into multiplayer or push players towards spending more money? Would you describe it as poorly implemented with good intentions or exploitative? I mean, I'd say it's a little column A, a little column B. I think they probably did want to push people towards the competitive multiplayer element of the game, which is a totally separate idea from like the titular crew co-op stuff. Um, the the co-op stuff actually works fairly well. It's fairly like seamless if you have other players in your session to like get them into your party and start rolling around with them. 
Um, the competitive multiplayer, like you have to drive, you have to go to these certain points and enter into a regional lobby. And then if there's other players playing in that regional lobby, maybe you'll be able to get into a match with them. I, to, to, to get into the competitive matches actually took me a long time. Um, just for like the basic free for all stuff, usually about 10 to 15 minutes, which actually happens in the background. So you can mm-hmm. drive around and do other stuff while it's happening. So I guess that's okay. There, there's another mode that I literally still to this day haven't gotten to work after waiting in matchmaking for almost five hours now. Um, so like it, it probably does want you to do that stuff, although it's like either not fun most of the time or just like doesn't work a lot of the time. But But really like, no, you can't put a secondary, you know, four money currency in your game and then make the stuff that you could spend that currency on like really difficult to unlock otherwise without without me assuming that you want me to spend more money on this game that I already spent 60 goddamn dollars on. It's crazy town. A uh, question from Chance who asked, how different would the final score be? And I know this is always hard to say, but if it weren't for the connectivity issues and the online problems, I think Chance is trying to get a hold of what this would be like if evaluated just as a single player product I, i'll tell you it wouldn't be different like at all um because like to to be fair in their to their credit like the the servers have been f- fairly stable like i've i've hit a uh, half hour maybe maybe a little bit longer than that downtimes periodically in the in the week since the game's been out but like server instability is not my problem with the game um, and because while it's annoying that the game like completely crashes when when that that hiccupy stuff happens, um, and and that lost me progress on a couple of missions that um, can get pretty long. Like the mission chains uh, can can you know take you upwards of you know t- 10, 20 minutes to complete, and when it crashes out, that's a huge bummer. But that's not the problem with the game. The the problem I would say the biggest problem with the game is the AI just being a complete disaster. Um, so so no, the connectivity issues were not even close to the the major the biggest sin that the crew commits. We've had uh, several Ubisoft game Ubisoft games uh, in this holiday season that have followed a similar narrative of they seem to not be ready for prime time and they seem to have been pushed out the door a little earlier than maybe they would have enjoyed being pushed out in sure. an ideal world. Um, so here's my question about the crew: Is it is it fixable? It, no. It, by which I mean, are there patches that could, uh, you know, make this game a lot more palatable? And if so, like how substantive would they need to be? It would need to. It would need to do the whole game. Like they would have to patch how every single piece of AI operates. They would. They would have to change how every. And that's like that's like the the bones of a racing game there there's no way that they're going to be able to i i mean i don't know miracles i guess can happen but but the ai in this game is just so from the ground up busted um that i it really would take a herculean effort for them to get it done and i really do think this is another case of the game being rushed out because like I, I, i've played a, a little bit of the test drive unlimited games and that's where a lot of the developers for this came from um and and they I think showed a little bit more promise than this even. Uh, and, and it shows like the, the, the crew shows like the tremendous lineage that those guys had and, and Ubisoft reflections who did the like absolutely terrific uh, driver San Francisco. Like there, there's a lot of really great talent in this. And a lot of that shines through in stuff like the super cool progression system and the open world, which is completely magnificent. 
and it seems like maybe those were the first two things that got done. And then they they just didn't have the time that they needed to to really fine tune the AI, and so they went with like some of the easiest like laziest AI solutions that that racing games can possibly have in them. Um, so no, I I don't unfortunately think it is fixable. Griffin, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to iTunes for naming Quality Control one of its best new podcasts of 2014. That's very much appreciated. Uh, if you get a chance and you want to leave a rating or review uh, for our show or subscribe, you can do so on iTunes or uh, maybe tell a friend, hey, you like video games. I like video games. Let's uh, let's listen to this podcast together. Here, take one of my earbuds. Uh, this let's, let's get intimate. Let's get real. Uh, I would certainly appreciate that. Uh, there's a lot more to read and see on uh, Polygon or Game of the Year stuff will be spooling up soon, I'm sure, so you don't want to miss that. And uh, for Griffin McElroy, I'm Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Quality Control.